0: To our podcast, Learners for Life. It's episode 16 we're up to today. We're here with Sarah Leg and Luke Woodhouse as we do our weekly check-in, chat about what we've been up to, have a think about what's happened um, the week before and in this case in the last couple of weeks. Um, we've had a couple of holiday editions, but we're back to business this week, um, thinking about what's coming up for this term but a little bit about what... Um, the main gathering have been learning about thinking through from God's word over the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, So I'm going to ask Luke a couple of questions because I haven't been in. Um, So even though I listen back later, it's helpful to (laughs) hear um, some of the thought process that goes into what we're wrestling with in God's word in that main time together. So I guess my first question is the one that just... Leaps to my mind is our speech. I'm super Mm -hmm. interested in speech, as Mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's something that I spend a lot of time talking Mm -hmm. about with people. So I'm just really interested in hearing um, what the difference between wholesome and unwholesome talk is Mm. and how do we filter um, what comes out of our mouths? Mm. What sort of filter should we be applying in our everyday talk to each other?
1: Yeah, we actually were... Um, thinking on Sunday, looking at the passage in Mm. Ephesians chapter 4, particularly about the um, way that we're called to speak to each other as a church community, so not just our general speech, Mm. um, but how do we as a church community speak to each other and and why is it meant to be unique and distinct? Mm.
0: And it should Mm. be different to what... Yeah. Other people around us do, is that
1: Yeah, and there's actually a quite profound, I think, reason why our speech is different and Paul gives the reason that um, the reason we mm. are, are called to be different in our speech is because we're all members of one body. And so uh, in the same way that everyone knows that when your body parts are not communicating properly to each other, the nervous system is not operating properly, then that you, you can't operate properly mm. as a body. Uh, in the same way that as as a church we're called to speak to each other truthfully and honestly and we read in Ephesians 4 for building
0: others
1: up. Yeah. So building others up, uh, what's beneficial for them uh, because we're members of one body. And I think that's the key thing that I think we we, we lose because it's quite a abstract idea to be members of one body when we all know where we've got our own problems (laughs) our own bodies we turn up as a bunch of individuals going to our own homes
0: Mm. how on earth
1: is church like a single body Uh, and i think paul is saying well we can start to experience church as being like a single body uh, when we speak to each other like we are and Mm. we we all um care for one another not just um
0: in a practical physical sense but in a the way in which we think carefully yeah about how we might or might not say mm. so how mm. we how we speak yeah
1: mm. i think that's right i think um one of the, one of the things that i think is, is it it uh, is that we we don't speak to people uh in a way that we think they'd like to hear, mm. so, so like flattery, flattery, mm. or even what will remove the most conflict or mm. anything like that. Uh, unity doesn't always isn't doesn't isn't achieved just by removing conflict or tension. Unity is often achieved through conflict and tension in a strange kind of way, uh, but it's really for what you think will benefit them. Mm. Uh, and so we gave an example of um, how would you speak to someone at church who hadn't been at church for a while, mm. for example, uh, and they might, you, you you could just not show any concern that they haven't been at church for a while, uh, or you could speak in a way that expressed the truth of their why it's good for them to be at church, why it's good for everyone to gather together regularly, uh, and that's different to what they might really want to hear at that particular mm. time. Um and so I think unhol I like the idea of uh the the passage uses the word unwholesome talk mm. and I don't know if this is exactly literally what it means but um it's talk that is not um beneficial to the whole unwholesome yes, so
0: not of the whole oh, not of the yeah. whole
1: and so um any t- we we're, we're meant to remove any speech that is not for the sake of building
0: God's others up people yeah
1: uh, which is like anything related to speech, as you would know, mm. uh, much much easier said than done. I don't yeah. remember, and did you have any? Excuse the pun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, 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 once you speech is something that it happens subconsciously for, and it's habitual and cultural mm. and sociological for so many different factors. So changing the way we speak is not as simple as um, setting alarm to get up earlier or something like that. It's actually. Uh, a significant change to the way we think and act.
0: Mm, and I think it's interesting you say think because there's that real process, isn't there, of what we think becomes what's in our hearts often mm. and then actually we know it's the overflow of our hearts is how we speak. And yes. So you really need to work backwards mm. Mm. almost to get your heart right mm. and Absolutely. to get your thought process right there's no way you're going to be able to apply a filter Mm -hmm. of what is of the whole body Mm -hmm. to what you say if you haven't already thought in your head and worked on in your heart with Jesus as to what that needs to look like.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Um,
0: So did you have any practical ideas for how to get your heart right um, in terms of then what the overflow of that heart will be into how you speak?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know how practical this idea is, but I think one of the ways that I think gets our heart right in the Mm. way they speak is to do with knowing our identity. Mm. Uh, So not just one body in an abstract idea, but the other way that we're described in that passage is we're dearly loved children. Mm. So we're one body like a family is one body. Uh, Now, anyone who's um, been part of any family that's close in any way. We'll know that families argue, and uh, mm. but families are brutally honest often. Mm. Uh, but and
0: often they who know they're the people who know you for who yeah, you truly right. are. That's right. That's yeah,
1: right. And not and who it's, your it's, fake it, being. It's beautiful to see sometimes with families, and I sometimes see it in my own children. Well, I hear about it. Um, uh, you know, that whilst they might have an argument at home or something like that. You, they'll often come to each other's defence in the playground mm. or something like that, uh, because there's a deep down uh, knowledge we're actually one body. We, we've got a commitment to each other, um, and I think there's that. So knowing so that,
0: knowing that underlying identity, yeah, but
1: much more profoundly for Christians that we're not just one family; like uh, we're, we're actually God's family, mm. and God's Spirit is at work in us for the purposes of binding us together as the body of Christ, mm. which means that. Um, which means that when it says don't grieve the Holy Spirit, I think that, that that's right. that's kind of like when we speak to each other uh, in a way that uh, creates disunity, fractions, um, factions discord, or fraction? <laughs> fraction. both <laughs> fractions and factions, factions, yeah. um, and that 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 does create that um, that grieves the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit because we're called to be united as a body of Christ. Um, the other practical yes. thing, uh, so knowing who you are, knowing your identity as one family, and so seeing out each other on a Sunday uh, as our Christian brother and sister, not just a cliche but actually as a spiritual reality that that God's spirit is at work building. When we're us meeting to, together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're also acknowledging just a very practical reality of we need to be able to meet together regularly for, for us to be able to speak to each other truthfully and, and wholesome. So that
0: we know each other. Yeah. And have right. seen each other often enough to know what's really going on.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and be comfortable around each other. So yeah. uh, one, I was saying on Sunday that one of the, the things that um, we try to prepare everyone on a Minyeri trip for mm. is, not yes, there's a lot of cross-cultural work, uh, that goes on there, but the thing that we need to be most prepared for is spending a week with each other mm, together. Uh, mm. and and sitting in a car together and sleeping on the on the floor of a classroom and sharing meals together and rotating all this because we're not used to it and mm. in our fragmented kind of lives we can get away with um, being quite polite on a Sunday and at growth groups um, and thinking, oh, yeah, this passage in Ephesians, we, we don't have any unwholesome talk because mm. we're all so polite... But that's actually. Whilst that might be true, that we're not, uh, we might not have anyone at church that we are bitter about, mm. or that we have a great, deep seated rage towards. That's not necessarily because where the fruit of the work of the Spirit is at work, in us. Mm.
0: Um, we're just not giving preventing each other. It's the work of. Sometimes it, yes. we can be
1: grieving the Spirit, Holy Spirit, because we don't actually gather mm. enough, and we don't, we don't express. Um, our, 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 unity by by, you can always avoid those uh, unwholesome talk by just not spending time together. But that's not mm. the point that Paul is saying. Mm. So that, that staying
0: was a, on a really superficial level yeah, rather superficial than actually. Level. Yeah. Asking and seeing and seeking, to be bound together
1: in unity. Totally. Mm. And I and I think, it is going deeper with people. Uh, in a conversational way, will uh, always feel more forced if you don't see them very much. Mm. Uh, going deeper with people will happen much more naturally in a less forced way the longer you spend with them. So, obviously, um, going down to the uh, Kangaroo Valley last week, it was it
0: full for spending yeah, time? I was able together, to go deep with people, chat. not because
1: yeah. it was awkward, or just because we had longer. Time together. Longer time, mm-hmm. and uh, we weren't always catching up on how the last three weeks have been, mm-hmm. uh, or, or whatever the last time you saw something. So, that was, I guess, that's the um, the practical thing uh, that came out of it. But yeah, no, it's was. It's it been helpful just to think about that as we start this new series. New
0: series together, which sounds mm-hmm. like it's going to lead in really well, in yeah. fact, to this term where we're looking at spoiler alert, the church. <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> that's right. Um, and just what being in a church and being our church yeah. and what the church means. Absolutely. Looking forward to this term.
1: Cool. Alright. Yeah. Sounds See like you a next good spot week. to stop. All right. There Bye.
0: You go. Bye.